Tonight, a very special episode of Advanced BS. Steve, Caleb, and Logan continue their talk on TGIF. But things get real. Real. As they enter the 8 p.m. Central. 9 p.m. Eastern. Time slot. Time slot. Is one of us going to have cancer? (laughs) (laughs) All of us are going to have cancer. Hi, welcome back to Advanced BS. I'm Logan. I'm Steve. I'm Caleb. And we're fucking talking fucking TJF. Do it, dickbag. What's at eight? <laughs> let's just no. Let's launch into this shit. No okay. foreplay. What's no, on at so, eight? Wait, so 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 first episode we're gonna talk about that held the very first uh, the eight p.m. Central time slot was Mr. Belvedere from the the first ever TJF lineup. Yes. Mm-hmm. And this was back in eighty nine ninety season, and it was the last season of Mr. Belvedere, so that's why it ended. Yeah. Uh, it was actually on for six seasons, but it went from eighty-five to ninety. So this is it was its last season was actually the the on TGIF, and then it it ended up. Was that a that. popular show all the way through? I mean, six seasons, but they they said it never broke the uh, the top twenty of Nielsen ratings for six seasons. But it was I never watched it. Yeah, so. I, I never saw it either. My last name's Nielsen. He wasn't alive for it. Good joke. <laughs> um, I, was, but, I was alive for at least that for the season. Last, yeah, for the last. But season. they said it, it didn't held, care for it. Didn't think it fit with the rest of the the hip new when you were one TJF yeah yeah didn't think it fit with <laughs> the rest me. Uh, the rest of the the, nope. the new Pepsi generation I think it shows. was on and Logan just shit his pants and fell asleep so and I even mean, today that's how I know he doesn't like that's something how he's watching that's, that's how, how you know. I know yeah when when they when they have to clear out a theater to wash down the seats you know it's a movie I didn't like yep yep that's how you know. You should go back and check out the theater that he saw Jurassic World in. It's oh a, my God. It's a mess it's condemned. There. It's a mess. Um, <laughs> so, so Mr. Belvedere was mm-hmm. a show about uh, basically a family gets a butler. <laughs> I hope yep. you were just going to say a show about Mr. Belvedere. Mr. Belvedere. Yeah, kind of. Uh, it was, yeah, so just a family gets a butler because the mom goes to law school and they need someone to take care of the kids. So it's well, like it's the nanny, but with less, a dude. less shrieky. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and, and lower And Bob Euchre is the dad. Bob Euchre is first, the dad. On the first episode. Holy fuck, Bob Euchre was Bob the dad. Yeah. dad. I and forgot actually, about that. They changed the script for him because I forget what the dad was supposed to be. But construction they, worker. Construction worker, and they made him a sportscaster instead because it was Bob Euchre. Why, why didn't they just make him play himself? Why didn't they just Eventually, have, that's what he did. Honestly, but I mean, just as Bob Euchre. As Bob Euchre. Just, Uker. just oh. make him Bob Euchre. Or even better... Fuck it, totally different show. And I'll watch this show now. Let's make it now. Okay. <laughs> Mr. Belvedere, kind of, but instead, a family has to get a butler who's Bob Euchre. Ooh. Do you want to call Bob Euchre? I Bob Euchre Butler? I, okay, so my my Bob Euchre story that I have, it's <laughs> not me. a great Go one. Go ahead, Norm MacDonald. That's not a great one. I, <laughs> I went to a Brewers game in Milwaukee where he's the sportscaster yep. for the Milwaukee Brewers. He has been for the last, like, 40 years. And he did that while in tandem with the show. He, while they, filming they the show around. and while filming Major League. I mean, yeah. he's been doing this for forever. Um, but I was at the Brewers Stadium and I was, we watched the game and it was, there was nobody at the game that day. I don't know why, if it was bad weather or whatever. But I was begging the people I went with to let me, like, hang around so we could maybe, like, see me, Bob Euchre. And they thought I was weird and they wouldn't let me. So I didn't get a chance to try and meet Come Bob Euchre. It's Bob Euchre. That's I amazing. Because I, I love the Major League movies. Oh, they're so, so amazing. I, yeah, but he's like one of the best also, parts of those movies. he was a professional catcher uh, in baseball, and he huh. won a World Series with the St. Louis Cardinals, which is my favorite team. And yeah. Steve's team. <clears throat> Sorry to Chicago people everywhere, but but he yeah, he won the World Series in yeah, 60. Yeah, we're out of Chicago, and I don't think any of us care for any Chicago sports. Mm-hmm. I like the Blackhawks. I mean, and... I would go to a Bears game or a Cubs <laughs> well, game. Yeah, the Cubs were... Cubs. Cubs. Tickets were given to me. <laughs> Jesus, I'm I'm losing my faculties already. But, but yeah, he won, he won in 64, and the rest is history. So Mr. Belvedere <laughs> is about him as a dad. He, the mom uh, was played by the, the only thing I could find that anyone might know her from, and it's probably nothing anybody's going to know. She was the mom on Ladybugs. <laughs> who was the, dating Rodney Dangerfield. Rodney Dangerfield. Oh, right. That's why Rodney Dangerfield had to like become friends with Jonathan Brandis, who was the son okay. on that one. And then he talked Jonathan Brandis into like joining. Wow, her leading female. roles, her love interests are Rodney Dangerfield and Bob Euchre. <laughs> she's really cleaning up in the dick department right there, guys. She's really... Oh, she just wants she wants the, the just the, the wrinkliest logs. That's what she wants. <laughs> 
Hey everybody, we're all getting laid. <laughs> that's my favorite line. That's Bob Uecker from that was Mr. Belvedere. Yeah, yeah. That's that's his, that's his, that was his catchphrase. Yep. <laughs> we're all getting laid. So my other my other fun fact about Bob Uecker, just for his announcement, like history of him being announcers and stuff, he was the announcer for WrestleMania three, the fight between Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant. Nice. He was the announcer for that. Really? That's awesome. Yeah. Bob Uecker's awesome. Bob, Bob Uecker is no, awesome. Bob Uecker's fucking awesome. Let's, can next month be Bob Uecker month? I, I oh my gosh. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That'd be, actually, that'd, that'd be a fun month. That'd I be think. super interesting <laughs> and like, wow. That's, I do. It's, 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 we'll think about it. We'll I might have just convinced we'll him, guys. We'll I might have just convinced him. I, I want to do a whole episode on just Bob Uecker dreams that I've had. Sexy. I did some research. There was a, there's a very special episode of uh mr belvedere that was uh like very topical it was about like uh not currently topical as much but like they had like in the 90s they had an aids episode right because the the youngest son was one of his friends gets as hiv what show is this i'm sorry mr belvedere Belvedere. i I literally was spaced out thinking about bob (laughs) uecker i actually was he thought we were still talking about wrestlemania (laughs) no the wrestlemania did a very special episode where um no but uh yeah, one of the one of always cut themselves. The one of the youngest son's friends. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, the barber beefcake. <laughs> did, he, did, did the youngest son's friend contract HIV, and how did he contract it? I don't remember. Did he just, show or it? Did he have it, and they just everyone found out? Well, everyone it. found out about it, and everyone started shunning him. And then uh, Wesley started yeah. shunning him as well. But then Mr. Belvedere was like, "No, no, no, don't shun him!" Like this, and gave the real facts about uh, HIV/AIDS. Was like, you can be friends with people. They just turn to the camera and they're just like, <laughs> Chill out. Every, Have you seen the charts? Every episode. I mean, we haven't talked. So, Mr. Belvedere was British. The, the, mm-hmm. uh, Who played Mr. Belvedere? Mr. Belvedere. Because I honestly, I know this show and I can't think of his face. Um, so, he has a mustache. He's a bigger gentleman. Right. Um, he was played by Christopher Hewitt. Who's from? He's a British actor, but he's in a lot of Broadway. He was in like uh, a production of The Producers, Peter Pan, My Fair Lady. He played Captain Hook to Sandy Duncan's Peter Pan. That is, those are things. Um, He was. I know all those words. He was also a member of the Royal Air Force. Oh, cool! Before becoming Mr. Belvedere, the the actor, not Mr. Belvedere. Well, see, but he was right. I mean, most. Like that's a, like every British actor of that age, they were all they in the all Air Force. Yeah, yeah, I think there know. was some like a lot of people had to like serve in some capacity. Well, that was, they would have grown up in World War Two, right? Yeah. Yes, and so he was he was in the Royal Air Force and then went to do. There was a war that was happened. Done. There was a war between. Well, it was in Europe mostly. Mm-hmm. Really, different parts. Yeah. Tell me more about this World War Two. I mean, there was some guy with a funny mustache, <gasps> and a couple of them, lots of mustaches. Couple, lots, couple of fun mustaches. Fun okay, mustaches. okay. Uh, and then something happened in Hawaii, and a guy in a wheelchair was like, "No!" And then we, oh. and then it was over. I don't know. I don't think there's nearly enough for us to like spend a whole episode on. So let's okay. Go. Oh my goodness. I mean, as long as we, as long as we've hit <sighs> the main points. I think I hit. I think I hit the the cliff notes of. Oh, this show's coming up after Memorial Day, way after. Oh jeez. <laughs> Anywho. So he played. No, back to AIDS. I'm sorry. So yeah, no. Sorry, sorry. sorry I derailed everything with World War II. Let's go back to AIDS. No, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. I was such a monster and distracted us with some veiled no, World War II humor. Up. Let's go back to AIDS. No, we had moved beyond AIDS. We had moved. I. We have not, and that kind of attitude is why we'll never get cured. <laughs> How dare you, sir? I just wanted to point out that the only skit that Chris Farley ever wrote was a Mr. Belvedere skit. Yes, about Mr. He... Belvedere sitting on his own balls. <laughs> That's it. That was the whole skit. Is that Chris Farley would come out with a mustache on and sit on his own balls and make a horrible face and like scream and go ah, and that was the whole yeah. skit that Chris Farley That's wrote. A good skit. I mean, look I... that one up if you if you get that Chris Farley. Belvedere. Did they make it? I never saw it. No, I don't think they, they made, made it. it. No. But that was, uh, but that was, that was the one skit he wrote. I think they talk about it in, in, um, in the book, Chris Farley show. Yeah. yeah, but that's such a ridiculous. I love that. No, that sentence was my favorite thing I've ever heard. <laughs> what the dick fuck else was on a date? Well, well, I was just the last thing about Mr. Belvedere is it ended every episode was kind of like Doogie Howser, only Mr. Belvedere ended every every episode. <laughs> Neil Patrick Harris was there. Yes. No, but Mr. Belvedere ended every single episode by writing in his journal, and then you could hear his narration as he wrote, just oh, like really? Doogie Howser did the, yeah. the computer journal. Mm-hmm. But that's that's pretty much everything about Mr. Belvedere. 
Um, <laughs> that was that was the last one. Yeah, was, the the theme song was by Gary Portnoy, though he's the guy who wrote the Cheers theme song. Oh, cool. Oh, oh. interesting. Um, and then the three kids on that show pretty much went on to do just normal stuff. They didn't go on to do any acting stuff. Well, so, so are you are you saying? This is a show where you don't have a horrifying. I'm not gonna have any horrifying. Where like, you don't have a terrible. Where are they now? No, story. no, no. I, None of them, I got rid of their. Nobody dies. Of none anything. of them were shot. None of no. them got addicted to super drugs. No, like none I, of them. I didn't do. None of them were famous enough for anyone to care if that happened to them. <laughs> so <laughs> horrible things may have happened. They may have, but it just didn't make the news. It's just their 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 bios ended oh, after the, Mr. Bell. The three kids. One's a documentary director. The oldest. Cool. One's a realtor in California, the mm -hmm. daughter. And then the youngest son went on to, he's just part of a theater group in L.A. that's called Namaste. Oh, poor guy. Yeah. And he's still doing that. And you think, like, he was on six seasons of a TV show, and then later, now he's just... In... Yeah, you thought he'd go, go away, but instead he said, Namaste. Oh, my God. Let's move on. No, no. Let's end the show forever. <laughs> yep, that's it. That ruined the podcast <laughs> for the rest of it. And I never want to do it again. I'm going to go ahead and just break the computer and this have right podcast is canceled. I'm no so more episodes. Self-canceled midway through a topic. Oh. That is 11 minutes into it. I, speaking I, of I gave shows the show that, the cancer. Speaking of shows that got canceled, <laughs> yeah, baby talk. Oh. Now, I want to go on the limb here and guess the premise of this show. Go ahead. Okay. No, actually no. Yeah. I'm I'm going to go ahead. Mm -hmm. This this sounds crazy. No. I have a feeling though. Mhm. Mm there's a baby, yeah, okay. infant human being, sure, okay, who can speak words mm. like well for not just goo goo gagas, but it doesn't speak them. It you talks. Just hear them. the words. It's loosely. It like looks at the camera and then drools and then you hear. Not only does it talk, but oh, it's it, voiced. It, it, it's like look who's talking. It's look who. It, look who's talking. And it's actually based. That's where they got this. They, they got said, you know, look it. who's talking. Let's make that. A but TV can the show. characters hear it? The other no. characters? No. Okay, thank God. It's like Garfield. Only the audience. It talks to the audience and says, "Look at my mom now. Isn't she crazy?" And then the audience and stuff like that. And voiced, uh, the baby Mickey is the main baby. Oh. Voiced by Tony Danza. <laughs> yeah. The voice of the baby. Oh. Yep. Proving once again that Italian oh. child And this guy, <laughs> that was the baby. I would, I would have a better chance of understanding a real baby talking than Tony Danza. Than Tony Danza. <laughs> you're like an angel. You're, you're, you're a little more Stallone. They're right both now, the though. same. I know. But now <laughs> I just want to go through and take all of Tony Danza's career and just make it Stallone. <laughs> Could Put be. Stallone or Taxi. Make Stallone the garbage picking, field goal kicking Philadelphia phenomenon. That's a movie that happened. I know that. No, I watched yeah. it. I watched it when it yeah, came out. Well, Although we all did. I'm sorry. <laughs> Never also, forget. Also, I would love to switch roles now. I would love to see Tony Danza in uh, Rocky. Well, I was gonna say Tango and Cash. That too. <laughs> I think Tango and Cash should have just been Sylvester Stallone and Tony Danza. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, I think just two Stallones. But what do I know? No. Yeah. <laughs> His brother? Yeah, Frank Stallone. I Frank watched Stallone. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and they'll never call out that, that Tango and Cash look-alike. Yeah, there you go. That's never right. Kind of like that weird uh, Fred Savage episode of Boy Meets World. Where they never call out. They're like, hey, you guys look exactly the same. You're, you're, you guys could be brothers. Oh, wink. <laughs> so anything more about Baby, baby Talk? Baby Talk. Actually on for two seasons. 35 episodes Fuck of off. this show. Two seasons Come on. of this. But it's about a single mother raising a baby... And uh, the whole time that uh, the she's raising the baby, um, it's basically her dating while the baby talks about her dating. Like, hey, look at this guy hitting on my mom. <laughs> like, uh, that's my Tony Danza. Your Tony Danza <laughs> is startling. I don't know. It is you're, no, you're simultaneously Tony. accurate and inaccurate. I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, because the tenor of the voice is about spot on, but then you gave him a massive head injury. Yep. <laughs> Like that's what you do, that's what you're doing right now. The tone is perfect. I'm trying but... as hard as I can. No, you're not. <laughs> you could you could be better, Steve. Okay. When was the show on? The show was on from '91 to '92. So, so this was one... so this was right in the beginning of TGI before. Yes. That's, see, that's, that surprises me, because usually all the crazy fucking shows happen right at the end of TGI. But this was, Look Who's Talking came out in 89, I think? Yeah, probably around the And time. this was made complete, it was actually called sense. Look Who's Talking, but then they started making Look Who's Talking 2, and they didn't want to release Look Who's Talking, the TV show, at the exact same time as Look Who's Talking uh, 2. So right. they changed it to Baby Talk. Um, some famous people on the show, so the very first season was this mom lived in a loft in New York, um, and had this one baby, 
Um, I don't remember what happened to the dad, but uh, she's dating, and there's people working on her loft the whole time. Like, the entire season, it's under construction. So she has a construction worker in and out of her place all the time, and a foreman watching the construction worker do stuff. Um, but the construction worker... So it's, it's big enough construction that there has to be a foreman. Yes, and it goes on for a year. So they're a, a essentially year. building a building. A loft yeah, around she, this mom and baby. <laughs> yeah. She didn't have a real place. She didn't have a lot of money, guys. Yeah. She bought a halfway done loft and moved in. She had enough money to have them tailor make a... For, no, a for a season, though, they're making a roof. Was, was the, oh. was the, I would say, was the first episode her just walking into a field and then someone started <laughs> building around and every her? every episode, there's just more of an apartment around her. <laughs> I'd watch that show. I'd watch the show. But the main construction worker was George Clooney. Oh, that's okay. right! For the first season. Fuck. I remember... I guess I never put it together. I remember him... Hearing about him being a construction worker on some baby show. I didn't realize <laughs> it was about a fucking talking baby. Yep, yep. And his foreman was William Hickey. Who, if you don't know who that is, it's Uncle Lewis from the Christmas Vacation movies. The Get My Stogie! Oh my god. That oh guy. my god. You couldn't hear a Mack truck <laughs> driving through a nitroglycerin yep. factory. I don't know. So that was the that. foreman. I was about to say that. Um, so that went on the first season, and then she also, like, gets hit on by, like, everybody, and the baby just interprets his mom getting hit on. Like, the pediatrician, like, keeps asking her out, and, like, it's, uh, it's kind of weird. Yeah. The second season, everybody disappears, except for the mom and the baby. She's in a whole new apartment. They don't explain why. She just moves into a new apartment. She probably didn't want to get harassed I don't anymore. think she was ever paying rent on the first one. Like, she wasn't supposed to be there. And George Clinton. No, I'm just kidding. Um... <laughs> But her new love interest in the second one was Scott Bayo, and that's probably why it went under. I'm just <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it seemed like a lot of hate for Scott Bayo, and I really don't have oh. any opinions on Scott Bayo. I mean, and just knowing, knowing now what we didn't know then, when you... Scott Bayo replaced George Clooney. I was gonna say you swap Clooney for Bayo. Bayo took Clooney. Come on, spot. I still. Clooney said, "I'm done I with this swap, after one season." I wouldn't swap Clooney now for Bayo then. No, at all. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Clooney no. gets more handsome as time goes on. Doesn't he? And I'm he, not afraid to say it. He defies just logic. Yeah. He's, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's a good looking he guy. He's just, he is the epitome of, of silver fox, what they say. Yeah. But the handsome men. Salt and pepper. And... I can't wait for George Clooney month next month. I know oh I got you guys excited for Bob Euchre month. But, but maybe, ooh. Oh, I'm gonna have to buy some loose. It's pants. gonna be, yeah. It's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be four episodes of just heavy breathing. It's gonna be oh boy, oh, some size. This uh, let me tell you, this computer keyboard is gonna be a sticky. Oh my um, god, getting by because I'm gonna getting come, by. Getting, I'm gonna come on the computer. Getting by, guys. I'm gonna come on. Yeah. So well, getting getting well, by. I don't know what I'm doing. The next show. <laughs> the next show. <clears throat> Good. Getting by. Getting by. <laughs> His, uh, it was two seasons as well, 93 to 94. I like, actually... The, but the oh, the first season was the only one on TGIF, then they moved it to NBC for a season. Oh, yeah. Then it got canceled. It's weird. Um, it's about two single mothers who Both are, are co-workers. So they're co-workers uh, at a social working department plant. they're both they're both plant. So, social <laughs> workers plant they're both social workers um, in, the same, in the same they're office. both working a social worker factory yeah. and uh, it's in Chicago Illinois again I don't know why I said again. It's well, no, no, yeah, a, lot, a lot of these shows no, are taking place in Chicago. But, but, but the Perfect reason I said that... And family Matters. Perfect Strangers, what to, Oh, Perfect Strangers and Family, family Matters. matters. I'll, get, I'll get to why Family Matters. Okay, so one of the... So it's two single mothers. They both have two kids. Um, one of them is black and one of them is white. And they mm -hmm. both get sold the I same... I don't see that kind of thing. They both get sold the same house. And they both decide, well, we'll just live here. We'll just live here, yeah. Wait, two different couples? No, 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 yeah, no, it's, there's it's, a single mom with two kids and another single mom with two kids... And they both like go to move into the house on the same day oh, and realize they've both been sold the same house. One's a widower and one's husband ran out, cheats on her, yeah, and okay. runs away. So well, they're both single, single women okay, that's with fair. two kids. Now, number one, yeah, that makes no goddamn sense, right? Yeah, right. At all? Did they both pay like the full amount for? Did the realtor get like double the money? Yeah, on? I want the show about the realtor who pulled this magnificent scam. He's doing it all over what the fuck town. Is that? But he just does it to single moms, which is what's really messed and, up. And then secondly, that's. Logic aside, that's just what a lazy setup to a sitcom. Right, and then they're just like, "Well, we might as well live together." Like, um, what the that? Because like, 
That have like uh, that's a that's a thing in, in sitcom is that you want people living together who it's gonna be hard for them to live together. But usually you find a better way to combine them. Either it's like oh fuck something happened so now my oh god my cousin has he needs to play state losing with me and oh he's a pain in the ass blah, blah you know or something right. like a distant relative or just a friend or I'm helping someone else out by letting their friend live here. Yeah. But just by saying two people walked into a house and then said we'll just stay here and have a sitcom. Well, that's the first no episode I'm sure was like what are you doing here? I just bought this place. I just bought this place. And then them fighting about it being like... I've got nowhere else to live. Yep, I guess we're living together. So, the one mom has two daughters, one mom has two sons. Uh-huh. Um, the the one mother of the two sons was played by uh, Aunt, the, Rachel. Aunt Rachel from, from Family, Family Matters. Matters. So that's where she went. Is this where she went? That's yes, where she went. Is that where she went? Yeah. To do this show. So she's one of the moms. I found out an interesting backstory on her we didn't talk about for Family Matters. I didn't realize she was one of the backup singers for Tony Orlando and Dawn. The band who did the Knock Three Times song. Yeah, obviously, duh. Yeah, I, know, I did not. How did you not fucking know that? The Jesus. other mom... Of all the things that you didn't know. The other mom was uh, Cindy Williams, who is Shirley from Laverne and Shirley. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. She's the other mom. So those two move in together. They, one has two sons, one has two daughters. Uh, the two daughters are... I'm sorry, nobody's... Wikipedia didn't even have, like, anything for them. Not even pages saying they were on getting by. It's just nothing. <laughs> <laughs> just the Wikipedia page says, says two, two uh, young females were in this show. Yeah, two young and, female and organic so, like, humans. Two, <laughs> two daughters were nobody's. The two sons aren't huge, but one of them was Merlin Santana. You know, but height's not everything. Right, exactly. They were shorter. But one was named Merlin Santana, which is... No, Stop! <laughs> Say it again. Merlin Santana. Amazing. That's okay. the greatest yep. name I've ever fucking heard in my life. Uh, I, Merlin. I love that name. That's better than Ryder Strong. It is. Merlin, Merlin Santana, Santana is amazing. Is better than Ryder Strong. Yeah. But the only thing you might know him from, and this is a real stretch for some people, on the Steve Harvey show, he played Romeo. Oh my god, no, that's awesome. Yeah, the two main students you are Romeo. You got too excited for that. The two I main love the Steve Romeo and Bullethead. Bullethead and Romeo, yeah. And Romeo is... Wait, was it Bullethead or Bullet... Bullethead. No, he's Bullethead, yeah. No, I thought for just We're, we're not going to talk about Steve Harvey. God damn it. Um, the other son, though, was uh, Dean Richmond, and the only place you'll know him is he was Rudy's friend Bud on The Cosby Show. Hmm. So, my friend Bud. If you watch The Cosby Show. I didn't really. Okay. Well, if you watch it now, it's a totally different right. tilt everything takes. But that's yeah. really all I have on getting by. That was two seasons of them living together. The mother and her two daughters and the mother and her two so, sons and just lived together. So, and it was on, you said it was on for three years. It was on two. 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 two one on ABC, oh, one, one on, on NBC. I thought it was two and then one was on NBC. Okay, so, but still two years of that. Two years of the show in general and there's nothing about it. So, and the funny thing is the two moms have the exact same job, so there's very little you can really branch, branch out. out for them. Yeah. They can show them at the the, the social worker uh, facility, they, but they 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 can't like they can't, can't yeah, go on and do their own storylines. They have to do the same storyline then. Yeah, they have a lot of. I mean, they even you, they can even or travel you, together yeah. and save money on gas now. It that's convenient. Do they work at the <laughs> same place? Yes, yes the same. They, work, okay. they knew each other before they moved into the house together. Really? Which yeah. is why maybe it was easier for them to be like, well, just live together. Yeah, I guess, but yeah, I, I guess, being I guess just for strangers. me, for me thinking of it, how you write that fucking show, yeah, you, like what you just said, you, it takes away I any, guess. anything you can fucking write, because now I guess what you do, if they have the same job and they live in the same goddamn place with the same kids, the, now all you've done is your A story is something at home and your B story is something, something at, at work. work, and then you can just flip them. Switch to, I'm sure there was a school for the kids. Maybe. The main, the main, the I main guess. things, like a lot of storylines dealt with uh, the kids having to learn how to live together. Like, yeah, that's 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 about it. Like I, I, when I was reading about it, they were like, "Yeah, a lot of stories focused on that." Like, because they were two young yeah. boys who always lived together, so it's like two brothers, two young boys, two young girls, like, and then also you said one side was black and one side yeah. was white. So it's yeah. one white, family which could be interesting. Family, so. I'm assuming they did nothing with that. I guess I, I, mean, I would I, say I, I would hope they would have done something to talk about that, but I don't know if they did in two seasons. Because that's the only, cause that's the last thing I can see being remotely interesting about that premise. Right. Yeah. Yeah, of two 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 people who know each other and seem to not have problems living together. I mean, I do I do like the premise. At least they didn't go even one step of making it even more generic, where it's like a boy and a girl and a boy and a girl, and they meet because that's kind of what step by step is. At least this was two girls who have never had brothers and two guys who have never had sisters have to now live together. Yeah, which is a whole thing. Yeah, and so I don't know. I don't know where it went from there. I never watched the show. I, yeah, again, that was that was one. Yeah, I never watched. 
if you've seen this show, only if you've seen it, not yeah. if you've looked the shit up. If you've seen it, seen it, you can email us yeah. and tell us. And know. only then. Yeah, and only if you've actually seen it. I don't want any bullshit. So well, according I cannot to ben, wait to hear from you, Merlin Santana. Merlin oh, Santana. You send us an contact email. Contact us at advancedbspodcast at gmail.com and just write your name over and over again. Yeah, don't say anything That's else. all I'm going to see. Don't say anything else. And every now and then just throw in George Clooney's name <laughs> in the middle of that. All right. Next show. Yep. Clueless. Aliens in the Family. No. Oh, we're going to no, go Aliens Real in the quick family. about this show. I know in the past episodes, this is the one where a man marries an alien, yes. correct? Yes. Uh, after he's been abducted. Sing, he's a single cheap. man married, a single father no. marries an alien single mother. Exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah, because she already has kids. Yes, and he, he has, already kids. has kids. Yes. Now, of all the shows we've talked about, we've already mentioned, like shows like, say, Full House Step by Step that I've said in past episodes, I don't really remember them that well. Uh-huh. Weirdly, this show that I think was on for maybe half a season... Uh, yeah, eight, 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 eight episodes. Eight episodes. This fucking show, for some reason, I remember vividly. I will. I remember moments and episodes. I remember the goddamn ads. Wow. Because nice. I think because... This, this is 1996. 1996, so I think I was becoming sentient as okay. a human. Yeah. <laughs> as a human being. Self-aware. Uh, yes, I believe that. And also, that I realized how fucking insane it was. Oh, it's bonkers. From the get-go of the ads. Is... I remember seeing an ad and being like, you're doing what now with the show? Yup. Well, the the thing that really drove this kind of out of the the spectrum of being even understandable is it could have been like a mom who kind of looks like him, and she's it, basically the whole premise is they get married and she's or they're dating. He gets abducted by her, and then they end up together, mm-hmm. and they're trying to assimilate. Which is how to, every great love story starts, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's an abduction. It's forced love. Yeah. The whole premise is they have to assimilate into the Earth culture. Because resistance is futile. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> and they have technology that's far beyond, so people are like don't pay any attention to that. And then they don't look like humans at all. Uh, I was the going, mom I was, does. The I mom was, the does. Mom, the mom has blue hair, and all of her children are Jim Henson company. Yeah, exactly. They're Jim, mom, they are actually Jim Henson. Her creation. mom is yeah. straight up just Star Trek Deep Space, Deep Space Nine alien. Just like, yeah, oh, right. my, I, I have, have kind of a blue thing on my hair. hair. I think she, yeah. I, I thought, I remember, like, just, like, the kind of sides of her head were maybe slightly different, if that, if right. not. And maybe makeup kind of thing. But then her, ba- her yeah, her kids, because especially the baby, but they are just, they're monstrous aliens. They're right. bug-eyed and weird. Yeah, and, big, yeah. weird and nobody know, And they're like, oh, these are just regular Earth kids. And it's like, yeah. no, no. Yeah. And then the Not baby... unless you drank a lot during the pregnancy. Yeah. <laughs> and even then, you were trying to break some kind of record. <laughs> you enjoyed that so much. No, I enjoyed the look on your face. I was More shocked. than anything. I was Caleb shocked. was shocked and horrified. Fetal alcohol syndrome is no joke, Steve. Well, you I got disagree. to bring up AIDS. <laughs> so, go on. There. The aliens, they're the, weird well, looking. The, the, yeah, aliens are weird looking, and they're taking all our jobs. And No, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Let's just keep this train rolling to hell. I don't yeah. know. No, but the the baby, the infant in it, then uh, also... Boba. <laughs> it's Boba? Shut your fucking name is Boba. God damn it, Steven. Or Bobbit. Oh, I couldn't figure out. I'm going to break everything on your head. <laughs> I just... <laughs> fuck. Bobbit. Bobbit. No, My stop it! Is, <laughs> is Bobbit... A baby that is a half alien, half human baby. Or I I think he is. I think Boba I think was born to, from. Both he's of meant them. to be their baby, but he looks like just a horrifying little alien. But it was eight episodes, so I don't know if that's true. Because when would they have time to get her pregnant and have? No, the no, baby? no, no. But I, I think. Or was she like no, super no, fast? I, like, I, no, I think they were already. I think the first episode is they have the goddamn baby. Oh, I think. Maybe. I think. Oh, so what is it like? The intro song is like he was a duck by an alien. Yeah, he did it real good. Yeah. That, I, no, I th- I do I think you might be right though with the the sped up thing. It might be just we're having a baby and then they have a fucking baby. He's like, I'm what? Sure. I only held your hand. I, I don't know. Might, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I might just be making but the, that up. The baby was he, a genius. He was a genius. He had. Oh, so he was could getting, talk. That's what I've been trying to say for so Sorry. long. Yeah. Is he could talk and he had like telepathic powers. Mm-hmm. He had like superpowers because I remember one of the clips was in the fucking all the the commercials they had that was supposed to be so goddamn funny and it wasn't <laughs> but there's a scene where he's like trying he's talking to someone about music and he's like do you like Frank Sinatra and then he just changes to Frank Sinatra voice and goes luck be a lady tonight like he could just do that 
I don't know why, but he could change his voice. Yep. He had like telepathy. He was and, like, also bent on world domination. Yeah, no, he was Stewie. He it was is, Stewie. No, it's Stewie. It's Stewie. Yeah, it totally it's was Stewie, Stewie from Family Guy. It That's absolutely was. Yes. Crazy. It's yeah, a crazy. weird looking baby, big head, can talk, is a genius, and bets on world domination. Yeah. That that checks out. That yeah. checks out as Stewie. Some of the other aliens were named Snizzy. Yes. <laughs> Damn it. Found that funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. That's a wonderful word. Uh, but that's all I got. The people in this show went on to do nothing. There is a guest spot. I watched a, a clip uh, where um, James Vanderbeek oh plays a possible suitor for the daughter, but gets eaten by their dog beast thing, and he gets has to get pulled out of its mouth and is covered in that green was slime. Was this that Dawson's was this Creek? Creek. No, no, this is not Dawson's Creek. Oh, okay. This isn't the Creek. Okay. Don't try and quote me on sorry. the Creek. I won't. I won't ever try to quote you on the Creek. This ain't the Creek. Come on. Um, and then, uh, and like he gets pulled out of its mouth. He's covered in green slime, and the dad says, "This will be a story for the grandkids." And then Vanderbeek just runs out. And then everyone turns and looks at the camera. And it just holds on for ten minutes, and then all of their noses start bleeding. <laughs> I remember that episode. That's it was a big moment in television. Yep, it was huge. It was no, the, the, it was the first time a horrible thing was acknowledged. The, the dad and mom. The the dad Doug Brody was played by John Bedford Lloyd. Ring any bells? Because that shouldn't. does ring what? bells. I've heard that name before. No, you're thinking of Christopher Lloyd. Great Scott. No, right. it's it. uh, no, but John Bedford Lloyd. Did you look him up? Did I you... did. He didn't have anything. I know. I've heard that uh, fucking name before. I've the... heard the name John Bedford Lloyd. I'm not saying it I know. It might be someone he went to high school with. I don't. <laughs> yeah, that's it. No, he works at the Jiffy Loop now. I just, got my... <laughs> I just got my car's oil changed. That's where it was. His name tag actually said John Bedford Lloyd, like oh, <laughs> from Aliens in the Family. <laughs> he's really, he's really milking it. It yeah, was, was a big, it was a big name tag. But the uh, the mom Cookie <laughs> was uh um. Like that's like a Madonna thing. She just went by that. No, no, no. That was no, no. That that was the character's name. Was Cookie. I leaned into that. That was fun. Uh, (laughs) It was a fun bit we did. We all knew it was. By the way, like the third episode of this eight episode season, the title was "Cookie Makes Some Dough," and I'm like, "You writers are terrible." Aww. Um, (laughs) Wow, Steve. You got really disappointed. Yeah, you sorry, got really I, disappointed. I, I, your eyes got sad. I'm sorry. Yeah, you died. You, <laughs> you died. Did. Is this is this the cancer we were talking about? No, earlier? I don't have. Let's not talk about it. Um, <laughs> this episode's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> nah, we're good. Let's talk about AIDS um, and fetal alcohol syndrome. But uh, <laughs> the mom was. We're played, doing great. The mom was played by Margaret Trigg, which again, I don't. Margaret Trigg? Margaret Trigg. Okay. Thanks for saying it slower after I said it correctly. <laughs> that was very, that was needlessly condescending of you <laughs> to slow it no, down for Logan, me. Logan, The name I just Logan. got right. Margaret yeah. Trigg. So you're saying Margaret Trigg. Like wig with a TR yeah. in front yeah. of it. Trigg, Margaret Trigg. Yes, Margaret Yep. Trigg. Margaret Trigg, gotcha. Yes. Good. Good. <laughs> Old Peggy Trigg. <laughs> <laughs> Peg Trig. Um, Peg Trig. So we'll move into a show that actually lasted a little bit longer at three seasons. Ooh. Uh, Clueless. Yeah. Only yeah. one season on TGIF. Okay. Then it moved to UPN. Okay. For two more seasons. That's, and weirdly, that's the saddest of TV stories. Like, <laughs> like, of, like oh. you'd almost rather get canceled than go to UPN. Yeah. <laughs> Um, like, most most of the cast was still the same as the movie. They just replaced uh, Alicia Silverstone's character with uh, Rachel Blanchard. Paul Rudd was replaced by David Lasher, who I, I talked about as like when we were talking about Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Like she started dating the guy in college. Yeah, right. that was David Lasher. He's like the boyfriend or neighbor or schoolmate in like every episode mm-hmm. on everything. He's in an episode of Full House, an episode of Step by Step. He's in Sabrina the Teenage Witch. He's in, he's in like everything. Yeah. Um, you would know him if you saw him too. He's yeah. he's brown haired. He looks like he looks like if you. If but you, he sounds really distinctive. He looks like if you took a Cabbage Patch Kid, and like grew it to adult size. He's got like that face with like the weird dimples and the dead eyes and just the I don't. Lot. <laughs> don't sugarcoat it, Steve. Tell us how you really feel about. No, it. he's just he's a, he's got a he's got a weird. Face, but it's kind of a. Are we still talking about the aliens? No, no, no. We're talking about Clueless. David Lasher. David Lasher. Mm-hmm. But it's he, not... had, he had telekinetic powers, right? Yes. I swear so... we're talking about the aliens. We're talking about weird heads. Oh. No, we're talking about Clueless. Clueless, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. But uh, the other three that came from the movie: Stacy Dash, mm-hmm. uh, Lisa Donovan, and Donald Faison. Faison, yeah, Scrubs. he was definitely in this. Yeah. 
It was this was uh, before he did Scrubs or Remember the Titans, I yes. believe. Yes. Oh yeah. Because as soon as he did Remember the Titans, he immediately followed uh, with uh, Scrubs, right? I think. I don't know. I feel like that was. trajectory. (laughs) I didn't really have much on Clueless. It really is just the movie made into a TV show for three seasons. It was. Yeah. That's it. And I remember (laughs) it being just bad in every way. Yeah. I I remember. I mean, also as a as a a young man at that point, man boy, I was a child. Man boy. I was a young man. Steve was a young man. Steve was. Steve was a young man boy. Mm -hmm. Steve was working on a second marriage. Yep. Uh, no, we, but I remember even so even that so that would make me not relate to it or really enjoy it. But I just remember watching it and just being like, "There's just nothing fun or interesting about this Everything, show at all." There I was just nothing. So no. it's one of those things like the the movie because it's two hours and has a kind of story arc. Well, the movie is is <laughs> no the movie Did you just is movies. Yeah, <laughs> the movie is some, essentially maps uh, the story Emma, but in like the nineties. Right. Yeah. Is what is what. But I mean, can you imagine making like Legally Blonde a TV show? Yes. Really. They've made it a musical. I, so I would. I'd say it's one of Caleb's dreams. Because oh. not, it's not episodic. I don't want to see episodes of just someone kind of being. Well, dumb. no, no, I, no. And, and I think not, you, and I, you could, but the thing is, where they went wrong is they did just do the movie plot. Right. And this was just shortly after the fucking movie was, was. out. Yeah. And then they just decided to tell the movie again basically because they do all the stuff with like her her stepbrother or whatever right i remember that being a plot in the show like they just do that again right like don't do that if you want to follow these characters do something then then just do a different story do do after the movie or whatever yeah you know what i mean or like yeah continue the story oh yeah i I don't know (laughs) tell more about the characters margaret trigg Peggy Tree. Peggy Tree. So the last last episode we can talk about. Your last show? That's in the, the eight time Television slot. program? Yeah. Um, program. So it essentially, the way it was created, the show's called You Wish. <laughs> and the way it was created is it was. It, it, Became the partner show to Sabrina the Teenage Witch. It came on after Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Oh. And they said... Fuck me, I remember yeah, this. They, they said, since Sabrina the Teenage... Shit! Since... <laughs> Shit! Ah! Oh! The alien's name was Bobit. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna make his head pop. I didn't know. You said you wish, and I started thinking, I'm like, ah, oh, probably someone with a fucking genie or something, whatever. But then you said companion show yes. to Sabrina the Teenage Witch. And I fucking nom flashback to it, and I remember this goddamn show now. Goddamn, goddamn TGIF month. I'm so, not enjoying a second of it. So I'm what? What, what, what it was was right, writer said, "Spring of the Teenage Witch" is kind of modern retelling of Bewitched. Okay. So we're gonna do "You Wish," which is now the newer version of "I Dream, I Dream of Genie. Genie." Yeah. Because it was a guy, wasn't it? It's the guy is the genie, See, and look, he's with the whole family. I actually wonder if they were just like, let's do Sabrina the Teenage Wish with a dude. It, and it kind of was. Sort of. It was only 12 episodes long. They they go into uh, like an antique store, and they buy a rug, and the rug has the genie in it. Yes, or has, they that's visit they a rug shop. Yeah. Um, it's 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 yeah. played by there's a there's a single mom. <laughs> uh, why why wouldn't she be single? She this moves in the episode? house with another single mom. Yep, and they they <laughs> both realize oh no we both brought two rugs so they have to go buy a new rug. No, that's not what happens. But so the mom on the show, single mother, played by Jillian Apple. Uh, or no, sorry, that was the name of the character. Was Jillian Apple? I was gonna say yeah, that's, that's a, not a real that's a, that's a name. nice little name. Uh, the it's uh, actually uh, played by Harley Jane Kozak, which is the one of the moms on Parenthood from not the new show but the old movie with like oh, Rick Moranis yeah, yeah. and Steve Martin and stuff. Uh, she's the girlfriend on Necessary Roughness, the teacher that Scott Bakula kind of falls in love right. with that lady. Okay, yeah, yeah. And she's also the mom in Arachnophobia. I I know it's a lot of like kind of obscure yeah. things, but she's stuff, like stuff I remember, but I definitely don't remember the wife her, and then yeah, like, mm-hmm. or uh, like the... the two kids, not anybody, uh, two children. She has two sons, Mickey and Travis. Um, Everybody, somebody played by Alex McKenna is one of them, and then the other one's Nathan Lawrence, which is not one of the Lawrence brothers. 
Oh, okay. so close. It's not so close. close. He's a Lawrence on ABC. Well, He's almost there. Yeah. There's also another character. I actually had to look into it. It's like, is that the youngest Lawrence? But it's not. It's, I think it Alex is the youngest one. I forget the, yeah, they have a It's show Joey, together. Matthew, and yeah, it was the three brothers one that they, they did had, They had one where it's like they all run a garage or yes. something? Yes, and they were all three brothers with living with a single dad, I believe, in that one. I think it was just a Disney Channel show. Might have been. I want to say. I also want to point out that that's the second character in this time slot named Mickey. Yes, there's another Mickey. Oh! Yeah. Well, fun, because this time slot has brought nothing but pain. I know. Yeah, it's been no, this so is, awful. At least it's brought delightful names. So, like That's I true. said. I will say this. I th I feel like this time slot wins for names and nothing else. Yeah, this is a, this is a bummer of a time slot. This is a bleak, like, yeah. very, very bleak. bleak. I think they were going to get more obscure wait, as we went. This, but. this is this is something I, sh I don't know how often in 12 episodes they went back, but there's one huge actor in this show that I hope was a bigger part, but I don't think he was, and I don't remember the show. The rug shop they go to, the owner is named Madman Mustafa, mm -hmm. <laughs> is the guy who owns the rug shop, and sells them this rug, played by John Rice davies See, but in this point, though, John Rhys Davies was also in shit because he was also leading up Sliders. True. Yeah, I like sliders. sliders. But would you call it a great show? No. It was I also, but I love John Rhys Davies because I love I know, him in I Raiders love, of the Lost Ark. I know, I love him too. I, there's plenty of people I love. I love Bruce Campbell, and his career has been nothing yeah. but a parody of itself. Like, it's yeah. like. No, that's. But no, at this point, too, this is when. Yeah, because it's pre Lord of the Rings. Do you think he wore a fez in this one, just like in Indiana Jones? As Madman Mustafa is the little hat. It's like, buy my rug. Hmm. I don't know. Okay. I, 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 I thought I, you would know. I, do, I don't. And I, I also, I don't think that you're that far off. No. I, I, I haven't seen it, but based on what we've read, I think that... Now, he, since it was played by him, did he possibly play that character in an episode of Sabrina? Oh, and it is the maybe. it is kind of the companion show. Maybe. So I'm wondering, maybe, maybe it's like he recurred. I don't know. I don't know if he ever came back. How ex how expansive is the Sabrina universe? Well, that's what I'm trying we're to gonna, get at. I, I do want to get into that. So, they they buy the rug containing a genie. A genie comes out. It's played by John Ailes, which again didn't. I think he was another Broadway actor who did some Broadway stuff, but nothing he's really like familiar or known for. Mm -hmm. um, the genie went by the name of Steve. <laughs> Because that's how they. Well, his name was Genie, but Steve was his alias. His alias his, because his... they started to call him like okay. Steve, our cousin from some. Okay, other that's place. fine. I thought if he was just the, if he was just the no, genie... his name was Genie in the first okay. couple episodes. Okay. They called him Genie, but when they started to bring in like strangers to the family, they had to like come up with who he was. I'm so, fine like, with that. I'm so, fine. So like this is our cousin Steve from places far I thought, away. If it was just Steve the Genie, and that was just his fucking name, and after all the other fucking names we've covered in this time slot. Of wonderful names, <laughs> and then we have you a fuck. You don't like Steve fucking, as a name, huh? Is that what you're saying? No, you I like, like Steve, Steve as a name, but as a as a genie, Steve. If I you, think Steve would make a wonderful genie. I'd be a great genie. Oh, this isn't uh, about you. It's God, all about dude, me. Jesus, how common of a name it is. You can't assume anytime Steve gets brought up to you. Man. No, I'd be a great director. I'd be a great genie. I'd be a great blind piano player. Is that a Ray reference? No, Steve, Steve Wonder. Wonder. What the? Oh, <laughs> I missed that completely. Uh, my bad. Is that a Ray uh, reference? And I also know how to make my own iPod. So, Jesus. The uh, Steve Jobs. As we so go, does the, he? He, he probably doesn't know how to make his own iPod. No, he, he stole most of the technology from the beginning of his career. Yeah, he doesn't actually make them. That's done by Chinese. It is. Don't look at me like I'm a monster. That's true. Yeah, they they that it's on the news a lot that they do that. And that factory's not known for being a happy place. No, it's not it's a, a social worker factory. It's not a fucking. <laughs> wow. Wow. I don't know. If, I don't know if our our fans will be able to handle the rip roaring fun we're having in this episode. I don't know if they'll be able to keep up with all the lighthearted singers. Last, that last joke's called a recall. That's what it is. So I do want to I do want to talk about. Because you know a joke is good when you explain it. Oh, it's even better when you explain it. I was gonna make. That's how sex is for me too. You said. The more I have to explain what I'm doing, the better it is for me. Your wife is a lucky woman. Yeah. Yeah. She's not. Hmm. But uh, the genie's grandpa. <laughs> that got weird. <laughs> the, uh, got real the, uh, bleak. The, the, uh, the, the genie's grandpa gets brought on, 
I don't know where they find the genie's grandpa. Uh, in a but dustier rug. Dustier rug. An older oh, rug. Oh, that's amazing. I like. I actually really like that. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. It was played by... Jerry Van Dyke. Love. I just love him getting really? put on to shows. Yes. And he is great. That. He is great on shows. I'm watching Coach right now, which he plays Luther on Coach. Mm-hmm. Um, he is very much. Like, I mean, they're brothers, but him and Dick Van Dyke. Brother like, of Dick Van Dyke. Yeah. Their their acting style is great. The kind of over the top, lots of kind of yeah. yelling, facial expressions, a lot of like stuttering and hesitation kind Have of they comedy. Done anything together? They haven't, which See, is sad. Which is cuz they're both really funny. And they're both really funny and they also both their styles are close enough but different enough right. to really complement each other because and they'd be Dick Van Dyke's a little more together and Jerry Van Dyke's a little more And they'd be a little great more just a uh, just you know? a slapstick cuz they're, they're the so good at like physical comedy the as well. Stickiest slap is what I want. The stickiest slap it. movie. But no, but they never they've never done they're both they're both still alive, aren't they? Jerry and Dick Van Dyke or did Jerry Van Dick Dyke? Dick Van Dyke is Jerry Van Dyke. I, think Jerry Van Dyke is. I don't know. I don't know, but they are doing he was in his sixties and they're, they're doing a coach reboot. What? Really? Have you not heard of this? No. no. NBC is greenlit. They're doing a, a twelve episode Nice. Because now what it's gonna be is Craig T. Nelson, his son is now like the head of a football team and he like comes on as like help or something a consultant or something, something like that i don't know if he's gonna be assistant Weird. coach or whatever but it's their okay. their yeah now that parenthood's over they're just like doing coach again hmm. is uh I'm, is uh, bill it. uh bill fagerbach uh, sorry? sorry that's his name but what's his name I, it's it's like bill fagerbach <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, i wish you the only reason i made you say it again is because you have no confidence it's f a G G E R B A K K E. Fager? Fagerbach. Oh, you still say fag though when you say it. But I thought that was a fogger. Foggerbacher? He's a real Foggerbacher. Okay, so that's his name. That guy played Dauber. He's alive. Yeah, he is. It's Patrick. He, yeah. I feel like this is this nope. episode is going to take some heavy editing. Oh, no. Gee, yeah. Well, we're gonna edit it down. There's gonna be 13 seconds. No, it's gonna be really easy. It's just it's just one file I have to hit delete on. <laughs> <laughs> no. So what I really what I, what I was what I was gonna say. We brought this up in a previous episode, and since you talked about the coach reboot, um, we we talked about how Full House is getting the reboot. The Full yeah. House. Yeah. And we did. We were wondering in the last uh, week or so since we did the episode, Steve, DJ's boyfriend from Full House, did sign on for Fuller House. He amazing. Gonna, oh, gonna that's it. awesome. Let's not just throw the word amazing around. No. Oh, that's, that's <laughs> gonna be... let's, let's save it for things that earn it. <laughs> Not some guy who's never done dick is coming back to the reboot that shouldn't happen. Let's, <laughs> let's not let's not just throw the word uh, amazing around. Amazing. No. Uh, fuck that guy, amazing. fuck that show, and fuck everything about everything. Okay. <laughs> I have a I have a TGIF uh from Fan fiction. No. From from this time, I think this was, we're getting into the last episode, so this is gonna be, I wanna give the year right, so I can really take you where I'm going, the so. Last the last episode or the last show? What uh, are we doing? So, okay, so take yourself back to 1997, 1998. Uh, Independence Day was a film yep. around that time. Sure. I believe uh, The Lion King was man, also around that time. everybody's just seeing this Titanic movie. Yeah. I was 10 years old. Man, Third. walked on the moon. 30 years earlier. Um, 28 years Well, 29. Um, 28, 29. But take yourself, there was a time when this was your TGIF lineup, and I'm going to tell you why I'm getting into this. Okay. You flipped on TGIF at 7 Central, Mm -hmm. 8 Pacific, Mm -hmm. Eastern, and you start by watching Sabrina the Teenage Witch in the first time slot. And you haven't killed yourself, so mm-hmm. then you... So then you watch Boy Meets World. Oh, okay, you're, 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 you're... It makes you put the gun down a little bit. Uh-huh. Then You Wish comes on. And a oh, TV. boy! There's not enough guns in the house! And then an, an, uh, a show we're going to get into next episode, Teen Angel, comes on, which is a sitcom about an angel. No, that's you after you pulled the goddamn right. trigger. You're wow. now an angel. So the wow. reason I'm telling you what these four <laughs> shows were at this time is they did a crossover... Uh, event between all event of them? Event between all four. Fuck off. Mm-hmm. In the first episode, Sabrina accidentally makes a time ball. And we've all been there. Yep. Mm-hmm. The, you're just, Let you're me just, tell you. You're just testing recipes in the kitchen and you accidentally make uh, a time ball. I was, no, I was going to go somewhere else. <laughs> so what I happens is... say you're working it so good, you take her back in time. 
Take a good old time So Salem the cat in Sabrina the Teenage Witch yes. accidentally eats the time ball. <laughs> accidentally? Or wants to. Or I don't forced upon them. <laughs> he's tied down. Sabrina force feeds the time. No. Yeah. So he accidentally eats the time. That season ball. had a lot of leather in it. <laughs> <laughs> Sabrina the Teenage Bitch. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. So he eats the time ball, and what happens is Sabrina the Teenage Witch is instantly cast back into the 1960s. Time ball sounds like it should be a movie from the 80s about a sport you play over time. Starring yeah. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Oh no, fuck. Actually, I, I actually knew a comedian who wrote a movie called Time Ball. Never mind. And I was going to say, you're giving away your golden ideas right now. Uh, well. Nobody write Time Ball. Um, <laughs> patent pending. Uh, <laughs> I think you put a patent on it. I don't think you do. Movie. Trademark, rights reserved, copyright. Um, so now you're just saying like words. <laughs> God bless us all. No purchase necessary. Must be 18 or older. <laughs> As seen on TV. Boyd in Texas and Arizona. Um, friends and family of people of this podcast are not eligible to be in Time Ball. One nation under God. Um, so, so indivisible. So till the, death do us part. So Sabrina, Sabrina <laughs> amen. So Sabrina, the teenage witch. Uh, the whole episode then takes place in the 1960s. I don't know what they did or what happened, but... But it was something with funny pants. Lots of funny pants. Shirts. Circle sunglasses. Flowers. Some kind of shirts. Some kind of summer of love. Yep. Um, Were Caroline Ray and the other chick on the show by this point? Uh, in 97? I I don't think think so. They ever gone by this. This might have been college. Um, you missed an opportunity to go back and see young them. Yeah. So it leaves to the 60s. Right? Then Salem, then Salem wanders into Boy Meets World and turns it back to the 1940s. Oh, so... Okay, so Boy so Meets World now, because of the time ball, and Salem gets into their show, they leap to the 1940s. Mm. Which I believe was... A, and this doesn't make a lot, but I believe it was a black and white episode as well for that one. That... I think it was like a detective thing where like, like Topanga comes into like she's the femme fatale. Yeah, there was another episode of Boy Meets World where they went back to the fifties, but it was like because Corey hit his head. That's pot. Yeah, do you remember possible. that episode? No, yeah. that is. I know. I remember no, that episode. Well, there was also a Halloween episode where like everyone's dying and there's like a scream. There was like someone wearing like the scream stuff. Well, yeah, that's just uh, that was Halloween. Halloween, Halloween. Yeah, yeah, they went there. But the there was there was one where he went back in time. He like hit his head. Because Sean was some a guy wearing leather jacket. He was supposed to be the Fonzie, so he called himself Seanzy. Because I remember by the end of the episode, he, seriously, that happened. I just remember by the end of the episode, he ends up back in time and he goes, Seanzy! And then Sean looks at him and goes, Whatzy? Aww. Yeah, that's cute, right? I think, we can, all, I think, I think we, can all, we can all agree that we'd rather talk about Boy Meets World than any other Yeah, we other keep wandering back to the list. other. But anyway. So, I mean, so Boy Meets World leaps into the 40s. Then Salem moves into You Wish, which leaps to the 50s. Again, I don't know what they do. But then... I can't even think of And then what, the what's, the, what's the final one? Teen Angel? Uh, Teen Angel leaps to the 70s. So in both Boy Meets World and You Wish, women were not allowed to talk. Right. The whole okay. episode, they were very Just quiet. Just checking. Yeah. <sighs> Yes. That was their crossover event? Yes. Salem? Salem wandering with a time ball in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so a cat puts balls in his mouth. Yep. And then just wanders around. See, no, but here's the thing. Instead of... Oh, motherfucker. It's like, it would have been so easy just to take Salem just to the other goddamn shows. That's all you had to do. You just had to... You, as, as dumb which, as it is. Which they might have at other times. I think Salem did, like... He was kind of like Urkel at some point. That he was kind of... Into Always stuff. wondering if he did that. Yeah. Loved cheese. <laughs> But the fact that he... So he goes to Boy Meets World, so it's not just one thing that you took magic and put Boy Meets World, which already the implications of that are weird. Right. So not only did you just do that and you could just have fun with that, then like, let's just then take the whole goddamn show and setting of the show and put it in a different decade? Right. What a weird... And I just think the order's... back 50 years. I think the order's weird, too, because it's like Sabrina leaped to the 60s, then it's the 40s, then it's the 50s, then it's the 70s. I would have almost thought it was better if time kept going backwards or started coming back from, like, the 40s and working its way back to where we were now. And then, and then you could end it with uh, him 
fire. Like you could even have pooping it. out the time ball because he was digesting it. That's why they kept getting closer to our time. <laughs> well, I was gonna say and at the end he's just like, ah, oh, there. Or like you could have it lead back up and then, <laughs> I'm then pooping. He's just, <laughs> just a little <laughs> glittery poop. That's, that's, that's the Christ saying, I'm so pooping. I don't know why there's a ball in my butt. I have a big time ball in my butt. That's how you talk. It's a <laughs> when he'd cry, you would turn into yeah. fucking Charles Nelson Riley. Paul Lynn, yeah. <laughs> oh. Both feet ahead. Both feet ahead. That's our favorite Paul Lynn joke. Yeah. Just do it, Steve. Let's do the, the, whole, the whole joke when Paul Lynn was on Hollywood Squares, he was the center square. Mm-hmm. And the question was when a man falls off of a boat, the crew is supposed to yell, man overboard. Mm-hmm. What is the crew supposed to yell when a woman falls overboard? And Paul Lynn just goes, full speed ahead. <laughs> It makes me smile because I. Because if you know who Paul Lind is, if you don't know who Paul Lind is, go look yeah. up. Go look up some damn clips, and you will just, you will have the the, the best time. Yeah, best, he's, he's best center square ever. He's yeah. actually pretty amazing uh, in the movie Bye Bye Birdie, because he does the parent song yeah. where he's just like kids. I don't know what these kids today. Kids. <laughs> it's. <laughs> it's. Bananas, and it is amazing. Oh, like, no, he also makes a wonderful rat in Charlotte's Web. Oh, he's yep, Templeton. Yep, he's, yeah, he's Templeton, Templeton the rat. They're tied in. That'll be. I mean, like, if anyone is around our age and loved Charlotte's Web, you'll know. Yep, that'll Templeton, help. That'll yeah. help. Yeah, the cartoon. It wasn't Paul Lynn in a rat suit. <laughs> which I would oh, oh, I would pay. <laughs> oh. I would give all of my money for that. I would steal all of your money to give for that. Oh. Paul Lynn in a rat suit. <laughs> oh. Doing the temple tonight. I know what I'm dreaming about tonight. <laughs> Kids! <laughs> oh, oh, why wasn't Paul Lynn on T- You know what? I just thought it. Paul Lynn was on TGIF. He Go was on Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Yeah. He played... Like some kind of I don't remember he was in the the realm they go. Yeah, of course. To. Was it a take on his character from Bewitched? Yes. Oh. He played a witch there and I don't remember what his episode was about. Because his character in Bewitched was Uncle Whatever, I forget his name, but he might have somebody somebody ran like the trials that Sabrina had to go through to prove she was in love with Harvey. Oh that, like okay. She Harvey found out about the realm and ended up in the realm and they said we have to wipe his entire memory and basically turn him into this like just drooling thing. And the only way we can let him go and give him back to you is if you can pass a test that proves you truly are in love with him. But if you fail, then he, you know, you you don't get <laughs> to be... We, we execute him. We execute I mean, him, and you don't get to be a witch anymore. It was something like that. And so she does the whole thing, and then at the end, it's just like, the, they're like, you know, why'd you let her do the thing? Or it's just because teenagers are always in love, or something like that. Like, that's what the ants say. They're like, she can do it because every teenager thinks they're in love, or something like that. But So apparently, if you think you're in love, you actually are in love. And then, then I don't if know. If you're magic. I don't know. But somebody ran that, like, three trials, but I can't remember if that was Paul Lynn. It might have been Penn Jillette doing that one. So, I, I have no problem with the names you're saying. Nope, they're all names. They're all, <laughs> they all check out as proper nouns. <laughs> uh, anything else? No, that was uh, it of the, the I, crud fest. I had a correction, oh, correction that I course. felt really, like, I've listened to it, and I said it with such confidence. So, uh, last week's episode... Back to uh, Boy Meets World. TGI, TGIF2... Uh, we talked about Ethan Suplee's character, and I, with the most confidence, said that his the Ethan Suplee's character, uh, that his dad was Bam Bam Bigelow. In fact, his dad was Vader, uh, the wrestler Vader. Darth Vader. Not Darth Vader. James Explain Earl a Jones. little bit more about the wrestler Vader, because for anybody David who doesn't know. David right, so did the body work, James Earl Jones did the voice. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, Vader is a wrestler who is, like, a big, like, really, like, just fat stocky wrestler who always wore like a, a mask that was kind of a, a little he, bit like a Hannibal Lecter mask a little bit a little bit, a little bit. and uh, he would do something called the Vader bomb where he would smash people with his stomach and ass but like sure. that's not the important part what's Stomachs. important is that I remembered that it was Vader and not Bam Bam Bigelow and I've called myself out on this correction before you yeah. can and to all of you wrestling fans who listen, the, the Venn diagram of the one person who 
loves Boy Meets World and pro wrestling. I apologize. Uh, no, I'm, I'm friends with a lot of comedians. That, that overlaps <laughs> more than you'd think. Yeah. <laughs> There's a certain amount of, <laughs> of wrestling yeah. fans. Boy Meets World wrestling. Is that it for this shit time that's, slot? That's this it is, for that this is a, this is a, this, And keep in mind, though, I know it. I know it sounds like a terrible amount of crap. Some in the of the other slot. shows, Boy Meets World held this spot. How long did it hold this? But it was primarily at seven thirty. Right, but the eight o'clock spot. I mean, Perfect Strangers held this spot. We talked about Family Matters held this spot a for step one by episode. Step, step by Step held it for, for a season. season. Um, okay. Yeah, and so dinosaurs was, was there for a while. Okay. So it wasn't all just complete sadness. Right. right. And so what it was is these shows, all of them were starting there. Perfect Strangers ended at the eight o'clock spot. It slowly moved because Family Matters actually ousted it. Yeah. But Family Matters started in the eight p.m. and worked their way to seven. Yeah. Boy Meets World started in the eight and made his way to seven thirty. So like, I feel like this was viewed were, kind of as the this trial is the test spot. spot. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Eight p.m. is where they not, said yeah. let's put the first season to see how it does. We just went over the ones that didn't ever make it to 7.30 and 7 because they were terrible. Mm -hmm. Every single one we talked about was one season, and anyone that went longer than one season ended up going to a different network, NBC or UPN. Um, and so it did seem like a lot of garbage. And guess what? When we go to 8.30, it's just going to get worse. Uh, it's it's se second first, same as the first. Uh, <laughs> so join, us, join us next week for another hour of... Just, just garbage. Just the worst. Just shows that <laughs> it should have and never as, been. As, as promised when we started this uh, show, we're digging deeper and really just exposing Ourselves. all of the sadness Ourselves that we can to find. each other. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Um, but we can't wait to see you next week. We'll see you. We'll, we'll, we'll talk to, at you next week. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, that's all I got to say because uh. I'm... What losing? No, it. what you just said wasn't saying. What even? <laughs> that wasn't even words. That was the the shakiest communication. I'm ready for eight thirty next week. I'm ready as well. I also want to say I'm uh, not, but we have to. Yeah, we got to do. By it. what we've decided. Well, I, so just, I just I really I do I want to I want to encourage the uh, corrections to keep coming via Facebook and our Twitter. No, don't encourage corrections. Encourage, like, encourage reaching out well, I like, I love to the, talk to us. I don't want to just encourage people to be snarky bitches with oh, us. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I encourage I you to reach out. Let us know you like it, comment, like, and share, topic blah, blah, blah. Suggestions. And, I, and I love the and research. Let me give the rundown. We're at SoundCloud at, uh, slash AdvancedBS, uh, Facebook.com slash AdvancedBS, Twitter at AdvancedBS. Follow us there. Uh, we're, I think we're going to do a YouTube page yeah. soon. I'm hoping to get going. Uh, and we're also subscribe and download and like and comment on iTunes and all that shit. Because if you do that, it bumps our ratings and can get us other shit, whatever, from what I've heard in the podcast world. We don't really know how it works, but Yet. do those things because do it. Yep. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. And God bless you, Merlin Santana. Ugh. You golden god of a man.